Welcome to Bangers and Mash Chat, an everyday husband and wife talking about everyday life. Lighthearted, rarely serious, and sometimes funny. We love being part of a family, so come join us. Hello, welcome to Bangers and Mash Chat, episode three. I'm Kevin. I'm Ellie. And thank you so much for listening to the first two episodes. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And this is Juicy. I'm not sure you would be able to hear that. Bet you can. He's um, sitting loafing in front of me, joining us for this recording, aren't you? Yes. For those who don't know, we have two cats. Oh, yeah. Um, one is Cleo. She is pretty much bed-bound now, old lady. Uh, lives in our bedroom. And Drusy, we took on about three months ago. Mm, yeah, about that, yeah. Um, from someone in Northampton who couldn't look after him anymore. So we gladly took him on. Well, I say gladly. For the first week, he kept pooping everywhere, didn't he? He did. He, made, he did a massive poop <laughs> He ruined a rug that I had to chug. Yes. <laughs> huge, he was just really unsettled, wasn't he? Huge hard floor in the kitchen that he could have pooped on, but yeah. he chose to do it in the middle of the rug. What's how you get attention? Well, you got our attention, all right. Yeah. Took him a week to settle in, but he's good. Yeah. He's about 12, it'll be 12 on Boxing Day, won't he? Yes, so I think he's Cleo is about 16, 17. So 19, 20. Or 19, 20. <laughs> she certainly acts that way. She's a little Miss Havisham, isn't she? She's our... She is, yeah, she is Miss Havisham for sure. But, um, yeah. That's juicy because you'll probably hear him in the background. Anyway, so exactly. carry on. Just interrupting your intro. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening to us here on Bangers and Mash Chat. Uh, we really enjoy making this show, mm. and we really enjoy all of the positive feedback and um, constructive criticism that we've had um, <laughs> from from our listeners and our, you know basically our friends and family. And we really appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, what have you been up to this last couple of weeks? Uh, what have we done? It's gone so quickly. Feels like we're only recording our last show yesterday. Um, yeah, it's been super busy. We've had my folks here for a weekend, which is lovely. Um, haven't hung out with them for a while, so we went to Beckworth Emporium, which is a very nice garden centre near us, uh, for brunch. And we sort of walked down there. They've got their Christmas shop. Not full yet, but it's it's starting. How much was that giant gingerbread man? Oh, I wanted this really lovely giant gingerbread man, like teddy thing. It wasn't really a gingerbread man, was it? It was like a star. Anyway, it was like a hundred pounds. It was a hundred pounds. Yeah, it was a lot of money. But it's, yeah, it's all the sort of stuff that you can buy on Amazon for like a third of the price, but it kind of sucks you in because it's all pretty and sparkly and and made me want to decorate the house right now. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even got to Halloween yet. I know, but we don't really celebrate Halloween, do we? No, we don't. We don't as a household really celebrate Halloween. I wonder if you do, listeners. We're not massively into it. I just, Um, I was never brought up as a trick-or-treater, to be honest. My mum and dad didn't like it. We did trick-or-treat as kids, but I think it was kind of, you know, 11 and under. Didn't really do it in Saudi and then didn't really do it. I don't know, we just, it's just not really... It's like one day, isn't it? And it just kind of... I don't know, I feel like it's a bit of an American holiday. Are we going to carve a pumpkin? Are we going to have the kids no, carve a pumpkin? No, the thing is, okay, so I've been put off by living in London, and I know it probably wouldn't happen here, but the one year I put a pumpkin outside my house the little brats from the neighbourhood put fireworks in it and exploded it onto my front door. So, and anything I put out there that had lights in got stolen. So I just kind of think, when we were talking about Christmas, like mm. putting, I'd love one of those um, fairy light reindeers. I'd really love one of those. Did someone but, have, on the estate have one of those? And got stolen, yeah. But Last year? Yeah, I, th- I think they did. And it was, but that's why I worry. I just don't want to spend money on something that looks lovely and then have someone just run off in the night with it. And I think because we're quite near the main road and quite easy to steal from our garden. I just worry that it would just get nicked, so it would be pointless. Yes, we are going to put some lights out the front, though. Oh, yeah, that's fine, because it would take a million years to unstaple and unwind all the lights we're going to put around the fence. (laughs) And and a confession, we did put lights up around the roof last year. Yeah, we did. 
Um, the full, icicle ones. The full disclosure, uh, I didn't take them down. They are still there. I see no issue with that because it's the, the middle of our house is so tall that going up that ladder, it scares me when you go up that ladder. And if you turn them off and don't turn them on all year, nobody can see them unless you point it out. Well, I did test them last weekend. They seem and to they're work. fine. Exactly. So I don't see any point in taking them down because nobody notices for the rest of the year. And unless they're turned on, nobody I, looks up and sees I them. I notice. Well, you don't look at the house that much, so that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, fair enough, I suppose. So, yeah, so Halloween, no, not really a thing. And we don't really ever have the kids on um, the they're night not, that everyone goes. They're not really into it either. And they don't care. As long as no. we just chuck them a bag of sweets, they're fine to stay in. Yes, it's just whether we have trick-or-treaters on the estate. Oh, I hide. In London, I used to do the same thing. It was lights <laughs> off, blinds down, and just pretend you're not home. <laughs> but I think the general rule in most places, I think, is if you've got like decorations and stuff out the front, you're up for it. And if you haven't, then don't knock. I think that's... Is that the general rule? Is that the yeah, general no, that dumb is, thing? Yeah, that's the dumb mm. thing. Um, I know when I was little, we didn't have anything out the front, although it was a bit, it was a bit different back then. But we did get our house egged. Oh, we did at uni, actually. We yeah. got they, they pushed them through the letterbox as well. Oh, dear. But I, I suspect that might have been the house of boys that were our, our friends. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's gross. Especially when you don't find it for a few days and the egg sits in your letterbox. That's Ooh, nice. That's gross. Um, but also, I mean, it's coming to that time of year with fireworks, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't get me wrong, I love a good fireworks show. I really do. Um, what I don't like is watching the cats when they're going off seven days in a row, just in random people's gardens. I think I've had this conversation with quite a few people. I think fireworks should be limited to um, planned okay. displays by councils and stuff like that where you know it's it's like a planned proper display i don't think they should be on sale for people having them in their gardens i really don't i mean i know that sounds a bit party poopery but there are so many pets like the last time they went off this time last year for new year that's fine it's new year that's cool but one of the um facebook groups of the area said their dog had died like it had a seizure yeah it had a seizure because of the noise Crikey. and it died and i'm like it wasn't even an old dog and i just kind of think Mm. Yeah. But isn't there? Didn't you say there was such a thing as quiet fireworks? Yes, you. Well, yeah, you can get animal-friendly fireworks. They're just sort of ground-based ones that don't that make a lot of bright light. But see, that's but okay. Why noise. don't? Why doesn't everybody do that? Because you still get the prettiness and not the noise. Well, because you live on an estate. Most people live on an estate, not in the middle of nowhere. And some people like loud flashes and bangs and things. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I suppose if you're not a pet owner, I can totally see why you wouldn't. Care. but I think as a pet owner I've been lucky most of my cats have not really cared my uh, Alfie and Rufus didn't care they would just kind of put their head up and then go these, back to sleep Cleo's deaf well Cleo's deaf um Drucy's quite nervy she he doesn't like it when you put bacon in the frying pan <laughs> no, fair um so it'll be interesting to see how he is over this but we'll make sure we're in yeah um just to make sure that somebody's we are going to go and see some though aren't we we are we're going to the local organized display down in six fields um, yes which is quite cheap there's like a fairground and a hog roast and it goes from sort of four till eleven and i, I think I was, fireworks start at about eight o'clock so i was sold at hog roast well yeah there. i mean why wouldn't you be <laughs> um but yeah so that's our local one and it's only a 10 minute walk so we don't have to get in the car either which is brilliant so the other thing about fireworks just going back to that for a second is Babies, you know, having... You don't blow up babies. <laughs> you, the way you said about setting the cats off, it sounded like they were fireworks. Oh. Which I thought was hilarious. Um, oh. But no, obviously, you know, I've got two young young children who were even younger at some point. And, you know, we had to put up with 
the surrounding houses and stuff doing fireworks but it's just something you have to put up with I think. oh absolutely i don't i th- you know i love a good firework i don't don't get me wrong i just and when there's a celebration and a reason like you know diwali and christmas and new year like i, I get it i totally get it it's just kind of like the randoms in between and yeah. also when people set them off at after midnight i think that's when it gets a little bit antisocial. It's like around here in like was it in the middle of summer? They were setting them off at two in the morning around yeah. the back. Not on our estate, like behind our estate. Um and I think that's just antisocial isn't I it? used to live um in Fairford, as I said I think in last week's podcast. Uh, which is right next to um, REF Fairford, and they used to celebrate 4th of July, Independence Day, because it's an American, it's an American base. base, and we were close enough to see some very spectacular fireworks. I mean, it's, yeah, again, nothing against them. I just think, you know, just used considerately. There you go, that's it, just just done considerately. <laughs> there you go, kids. Use yeah. fireworks considerately. If you're over 18. <laughs> so yeah, so we had to a focus over, uh, went to Beckworth, which was really nice. We did. Um, and what, what else did we do? <laughs> we just say that exactly the same time. Yep. Of course we did. Uh, we actually had just a really chilled weekend, I think. I think both couples needed just to do nothing. So we uh, we made like a nice roast dinner. We went to church. We watched Strictly. We watched The Frozen Planet 2. We had a lot of chocolate because mum and dad very kindly bought us over a tub of heroes. They were no more by the time they left. Um, and we'd obviously bought sort of snack stuff in and I think me and my dad were both kind of like I can't remember the last time I ate this much chocolate in one sitting um, but it was a lovely weekend I think we needed it didn't we to just kind of yeah, wind sure. down a little bit work's been pretty stressful and full on for both of us um, you, and can't yeah. get, you can't get away from the tins of chocolate in the supermarket now no and they're on offer at the minute as well Four so you kind quid, of feel like you need quid. to buy them before Christmas I'm trying not to because we'll just eat them I don't know if we talked about this before but where are we with roses versus quality street versus celebrations thing versus is, heroes for me i wish galaxy did a tub i wish they did their own but i'm oh. a galaxy girl first and foremost anyway but they don't do a version so well you get galaxies in celebration yeah you do but i don't like things like milky ways and mars bars and snickers i'm just like no pointless well i can so, help you there but i would go there's different flavours and I'm upset since everyone got rid of coffee ones because they're my favourite um, They, I think they were temporarily in roses for a while but then it was only for like a year or something but I would go Cadbury over Nestle Ooh. so I would go roses and I wouldn't necessarily go heroes either I'd go roses that would be my first choice every time because I love the again we were talking earlier about how you know what things did you like as a kid and now you don't or vice versa and i used to hate like the strawberry and orange creams as a child oh, and now they're my favorite the yeah they're my favorite i have to fight you for them i'm gonna blow that candle out because the cat is sitting really close to it and no, i don't i don't want a fireball I'm not gonna lie we don't want a druzy <laughs> lime basil and mandarin fireball um so yeah i would go roses um okay i also don't like because okay so favorite and least favorite so i like the creams the fruit creams yeah i hate the hard toffees Toffee penny, anything that's really super chewy. I like the fudges, the caramel centers. I don't think you get toffee in roses, do you? That's in quality street. No, but you do penny. get the no, but you get a chewy toffee like a block. block. Oh, yeah. But I I also used to really like my mum's favourite is the big purple one from Quality Street. Um and I've kind of gone off nuts a little bit. <laughs> There's just no way of getting 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I used to like nuts and chocolate. <laughs> okay, stop being such a baby. I used to like nuts and chocolate, and now I'm just not a fan. And can you ever say the word nuts without laughing? <laughs> I can. You're such a child. No, you can't. You're <laughs> wetting yourself. Um, but yeah, I've kind of gone off the nuts. I like the um, praline, but you don't like praline, do you? The praline praline. noisette. Yes, well, yeah, I quite like the that. Triangle. Yeah, yeah. That's a quality street thing. But there's also a lot a noisette log in roses. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I'd go roses. What would you pick? Quality Street, by a mile. I like their creams mm. better. I like, I Is that like... with their dark chocolate yes. rather than milk chocolate? Okay. Yeah, Black Magic used to do a creams only one. Which that would be nice. Strawberry creams, orange creams, and coffee creams. Oh, see, that would be nice. My mum would would remember that. that. We used to buy those. Oh, I do love a coffee because we've, we've um, I love coffee chocolate, and it's just not mainstream. But um, Kevin every year on my birthday buys me a box of Friars coffee chocolate selection and if you've never had them go and try them they're Hands not cheap the best coffee chocolate they are un- i think you bought them for me on my first birthday when we were together but you also bought them before that you bought them when you came over one evening and i think it's about they're about 26 pounds a box so they're not cheap yeah, but they are thing. entirely worth it i can't recommend them enough and if you like good quality chocolates i suspect that their other versions and themes would be as nice oh, i'm sure but yeah it's once a year treat so yeah yum get yourself on it but listeners you can get in touch with us uh bangers and mash chat at gmail.com or follow us on instagram at bangers and mash chat and tell us what your favorites are yeah um also uh, as i mentioned i think last episode um, we're doing a ostomy related uh, podcast recording in December. Um, so we have uh, managed to get um, some social media space with the Iliostomy Association and with Crohn's and Colitis, I think. Don't quote me on the Crohn's and Colitis. I think I've asked and they haven't come back um, to just ask their communities for some questions as well for that podcast. So if anyone out there does have questions, if you're curious, if you just want to help raise awareness, then drop us a line at that email address and we will try and get you on. We have got um, my stoma nurse coming to join us to answer questions and we've also got, uh, we're going to do an interview with the lovely Caroline Brownwell who is the um, media and public relations person for the Iliostomy Association and she's also the author of Lou Rolls to Lycra. She's a triathlete and she is sort of the, and a a motivational speaker as well. And she uh, is basically championing the fact that you can do anything with a stoma. So her story is pretty incredible and she's going to be interviewed for that episode as well. So we've got a a booking, we've got an interview booking. We have got an interview booking. You're doing the interview as well. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really looking forward to that actually, because it's obviously a lot of stuff that's very close to my heart and our lives um so yeah that's a really exciting episode that's for fantastic. me yeah. oh well done for doing that Yay. great that's very exciting okay so do we dare use the c word christmas mm. well we did talk about christmas present buying in episode one i think uh. um but yes we now have bought our only thing that we said we were going to buy this year, which is the Christmas lights for the tree, the orange ones. For the tree? Yeah. For the fence? No, for the tree. And the it's fence. The... Yeah, we've got two boxes. We've got the long ones for the fence and we've got the ones for the tree as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all we're getting this year because on another subject that we'll come on to. We did our budget last night and I just want to cry. Um, but, yeah, so with Christmas, I, I, I used to be very staunchly not until December. 
that was me. It was like, 1st of December, crack on, get everything up, sort everything out, open your advent calendars, talk about Christmas, play carols. That's cool. Um, And now, I think lockdown did it to me, if I'm honest. (laughs) Lockdown, I got so bored. Everything, my Christmas cards were done by mid-October. Yeah. Everything was up by the 1st of November. Because I just wanted a little bit of joy. And since that happened, it's so nice having the house decorated for Christmas that I've done it. I think it's I think it's right to do it in early December. I think the first of December is the right time to kick it off. That would have been when I would yeah. Normally that's exactly when I would do it. Nothing before December because I kind of feel like it kind of took the specialness away from Christmas doing it too early because you've celebrated it so much and it's in your face so much for potentially six weeks before the day or even two months that when you get to the day it's like sure. Yeah, I mean, I really like listening to Christmas songs. So I think already Heart Christmas is broadcasting on DAB. Um, So, (laughs) but they seem to have the same 20 songs on repeat. So what's your favourite Christmas song? Oh, well, my my mum's favourite Christmas song is Wham! Last Christmas. I think that's quite hurt there for me, I'm not going to lie. You can't help liking a bit of Chris Rear driving home for Christmas. Too. He's been driving home for Christmas for years. I know. And he's never, he'll never get there. He'll never get there. No. Um, but they do wheel out the same old songs, Slade and Wizard and things like that. Controversially not a fan of the Pogue song. <gasps> Which I think is most people's favourite. Yeah, not mine. Uh, really? Mine is, my favourite is a super, super cheesy one, but it is always the one that, it's almost like in summer, it's not summer until you hear Will Smith's Summertime. Summertime. So for me, it's not Christmas till you hear Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas. Oh, yeah. Sadly, that is my favourite. And it's so cheesy, and I know that, but for some reason, that's my Christmas song. I but think, I do love driving home for Christmas. I think last last Christmas. And last Christmas. That's high up there. Yeah. No, last Christmas, not the song oh. last Christmas. Actually, last Christmas. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Um, Mariah Carey's song got to number one. Oh, did it? Which it didn't when it first was the first release she must be able to live on the royalties from that song oh yeah like just like slade and wizard yeah they, you know they, they keep getting wheeled out every year it did make me laugh actually when i saw speaking of royalties in the press this week like the ongoing sort of trans row with jk rowling and whoever else um and someone said something like oh how does it feel to know that your comments have affected your book sales and she hit back with well i just saw my latest royalty check and i'm all right <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, okay, fair enough. Um, so we're going to go to church, I think, probably Christmas morning with the kids. Yes. Because it's a proper kiddie service on Christmas morning. Yeah. Um, but normally, we, I would go with my family. We'd do midnight mass the night before instead. I've done midnight mass before. Yeah. So we could do that if they'd rather do that. We can give them the choice. Yeah. And see what possibly. they fancy. Staying up till midnight, what I are think, they going to pick? Well, staying up till midnight and then some. And then getting up Christmas morning. It might mean they sleep past eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I right. know. Um, but either way, whatever we do. So I love a carol. I do. But if we're at home, sort of opening presents, preparing Christmas dinner and stuff, I just love singing along and dancing and boogieing along to the Christmas song. Oh, I completely agree. I think there's a place for both, isn't there? There's definitely a place for both. Mm. Where are you with Brussels sprouts? Um, nowhere, because they're revolting. <laughs> they are See, smelly they smell uh, like they taste like smelly feet they are disgusting so i hated them as a kid but i absolutely adore them now I hate them. and the boys love them too oh great so yeah it's definitely gonna be some brussels sprouts happening i think the worst thing is and then like, brussels sprout farts oh great and the three of you are a nightmare when it comes to that <laughs> yeah we, but, fought, we fought enough as it is well exactly <laughs> you want to add sprouts to the mix well the thing is because my mum and dad don't like them we never had to eat them growing up and I did try them for the first time when I was about... Where's uni? So I was about 18. Mm-hmm. No. Bless your mum. She cooked them for me, especially last year. I know. 
and they, they were yum. <laughs> they make the house smell disgusting. It's just little mini cabbages. Yeah, well, exactly. They're yummy. They stink. Uh. No. My friend used to be able to eat them. She used to eat just a bowl of Brussels sprouts with melted butter and bacon. So, yeah, see, that's, that's yeah, how my it. dad would prepare them, is just tons of butter and tons of bacon I mean if you, so they don't taste like Brussels well there we anymore. go so it's almost like you're disguising the taste and then I would probably be able to eat them that's fine so describe to me your ideal Christmas lunch so what meat are you going oh, for oh right okay so I'm not really fussed about turkey to be honest I think it's pretty tasteless and when it's cooked it's nine Tells times out terrible jokes you're an idiot <clears throat> when, it, when it's cooked nine times out of ten it's too dry um, so I would go with I'd probably go with chicken, sadly. Chicken or gammon or a mix of both. Roasties, yours, because they're amazing. Gravy, obviously. Carrots, Snip. broccoli, roast parsnips. Snips. Everything honey yeah. roasted. All the veg honey, except the broccoli. Like, so honey roasted carrots, honey roasted parsnips. Um, broccoli, leeks in cheese sauce. Yeah. Which is yummy. No stuffing. I'm not a stuffing fan. I like stuffing. Don't like Yorkshire puds either, so not really a fan of those. Pigs in blankets, 100%. Bread had a, sauce. I had a massive conversation Absolutely. about Yorkshire puddings only being suitable on a beef roast. Yeah, you I still wouldn't have them with anything that. other than beef. You're weird. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, pigs and blankets, bread sauce, no cranberry. Bread sauce. Ugh. Oh, it's yummy. What's not to like? It's, it's it bread, doesn't really have a flavour, but it's like bread. Well, that's the point. But it's it bread, have... you eat bread. Yeah, but not in a sauce. But it's, it's really nice. Oh, oh, sorry, Tracy just wiping his bum on the microphone, apparently. Um, yeah, but I don't, I'm not a fan of the fruit sauces with me. I won't have apple with pork. I won't have cranberry with, tur- with turkey. I won't, uh, I'm not a fan. Nice. I like a good savoury sweet combo sometimes, but not, not like that. Cranberry sauce reminds me of that funny berry stuff you get at Ikea that you have with the meatballs. Oh, that's nice though. That is, is it Logan? That's a jam, isn't Logan it? Logan berry? It's, a, it's more of a jam. Or something. Oh, it's it's really nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I've I've had the whole bird in a bird in a bird. Oh, have you? Thing, so I've never like done that. Like the three that. bird or five bird roast. That's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. I like it. Um, I think I'm definitely a poultry kind of fan. I do like, but I like gammon. Dessert? Oh, for me, it's got to be mince pies and custard. That's it. Job done. But my mum's mince pies, not your shop bought stuff, which are okay. But my mum's homemade mince pies. With my mum's custard, actually, not the stuff from the shop that you heat up. Mum's yep. homemade with maybe a dash of cream and a little bit of ice cream, just because it's Christmas and the calories do don't fine. count. But that, done. Oh, and my mum's millionaire shortbread throughout the day, because, you know. Yeah. Basically, mom. just my mum's cooking. Yeah, that's fine. So, I'm on board with that. I do like a little bit of Christmas pudding. Oh, not too much. See, this is what... I don't understand why I like mince pies, but I'm not a fan of Christmas cake or they Christmas are, pudding. They are quite a different... But the filling is the same. I know, but there's, there's a stodge, isn't there, to the cake? I was just no, thinking... The fruit cake in general, I just... I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. No, I do. I love mince pie. I've already had a few... <sighs> yeah, we've got some in the cupboard. <laughs> co-op mince pies. <laughs> and I'll do mince pies. I like the iced ones. Yeah. We've talked too much about Christmas food. I know. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, yeah, we did our, we've kind of been burying our heart in the sand a little bit about the cost of living recently. I mean, it's in the news everywhere, you know, gas and electric going up, but also food and just the general cost and people's wages not really matching or anywhere near matching. Um, I mean, I know for for us with TfL, it's still in the pipeline. They're still talking to the unions about ours, Um, but it won't be anywhere near matches what, what the price of living is going up by. 
so we finally or kevin finally bit the bullet and did our budget and basically worked out what we're spending versus what we're both paying into our joint account and we were about what 350 quid short each. yeah suddenly realized why we kept having to top it up yeah so um, we've worked out that we have to be contributing a good 300 pounds each a month more so we were overspending by 600 700 pounds a month yeah so the good thing is is that we've definitely recognized areas that we can chop it we've definitely recognized areas we need to just behave and be a bit more conscious of what we're doing and don't hit the amazon basket and just blindly check things out all the time i am so guilty of that um spending too much in food shops so not sticking to the list just going off piste and buying what we want and center aisling here there and everywhere so i think we've just kind of realized we've got to be and I'm sure everyone else is going through the same thing. We've just got to be a bit disciplined and cut down where we can. We haven't turned the heating on yet, except for washing, drying a couple of times. Um, but just being really, really sensible and just really conscious about about what we're doing and where we're using energy and where we're, you know, basically doing a bit too much. Um, reining back in things like going out, taking our own lunches to work, sticking to shopping lists, eating at home more stop having takeouts stop going out to eat too much and being lazy because a lot of it was laziness wasn't it yeah and I think everyone's kind of feeling the squeeze so I think if it's on your mind if it's something you're thinking about and you're just putting it off don't definitely find out where you are because at least the whole knowledge is power thing plays here as well so at least when you know where you are you can you know where to make the changes and you know how best to survive what's going to be a pretty brutal few months i think i think so too um yeah i mean there's there's a few things that are immovable we can't change our mortgage we could take a holiday but there's no mm. no need to do that just yet um you know there are a few things that we we, did, we wouldn't want to get rid of so i think it's a multi-prong approach and uh, like ellie said it's it's getting rid of some of the bad habits getting you know doing a lot more stuff at home um not going out as much trying to restrict ourselves just to go into aldi if yeah. they don't have it, make do and have something else. Well, we usually do that anyway, but we've got a bit lazy recently because Sainsbury's is just on his way home. So he'll pop in and, and do that. But it's just about being mindful. It's not, I reckon if we are really careful, we could cut about 400 quid off what we're doing. And if we do that, that means we don't have to cut out a few of the nicer luxuries exactly. like having Netflix, yeah. like having exactly. Spotify. Play the lottery. Yeah. And just also saving because we want to take the children away next year because we haven't been able to do it this year. Um, so, I mean, I, for people who know that we went to Tenerife, not that it needs to be explained, but we didn't actually pay for that. Um, we actually cancelled our holiday to start with, our honeymoon, because we couldn't afford it. So next year, um, one of our family members basically stepped in and paid for our honeymoon, which was absolutely lovely of her. Um, and that would be Kev's grand, and I don't know why I'm keeping her anonymous, because she won't listen to this anyway. Um, but... <laughs> So yeah, she stepped in and said, you're not having not having a honeymoon and she paid for us to go away. So next year, we're going to try and save up to take the kids to Butlins for three days. We are going to have a go at Butlins. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Butlins lots of times. With the kids and they With the kids it, yeah. and also as a kid myself. I used mm. to go to Minehead quite a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've taken the kids to Bogdan Regis a few times yeah. and they really love it. So we are going to induct Ellie into the world of Butlins next year. I'm both horrified and intrigued in equal measure, I'm not going to lie. There is a mixture of people in my life who, when I tell them, go, Ugh, and those who go, oh, it's so much fun, the kids will love it. So I'm kind of, I'm open-minded, I've never done it, so it I'm is, quite... It is a lot of fun. I mean, well, we're doing four nights, aren't we? We're going to try and do four nights. I mean, even four nights for the four of us, including dining and Passes. things like that, and, part, and you know, all the stuff you want to do. 
is a solid 14 or 1500 quid with petrol getting there yeah yeah yeah. and then if we moved it to a week it came to like 2100 without petrol yeah plus all the food you don't get as part of the package so Mm -hmm. for lunches and you know you're gonna eat out here and there you're gonna buy things you're gonna buy drinks and things like that it's not all inclusive it's crazy but then the same kind of period going you know if you want to take the kids to tenerife for example Mm, we looked at that didn't we? we were looking in the region of about three to four grand yeah before you even started, I mean, it was two and a half grand just for self-catering. Yeah, which is so crazy. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. No. So off to Butlins we go. I'm quite looking forward to it. I'm, I can't wait. I think it's going to be fun. And it. it'll be. And they love it. Yeah. And it'll be something that's properly for the kids, which I think is brilliant. So yes. I'm looking forward to it. So once we get our dates agreed, we are going to book that in. Absolutely. But yeah, amazing. back to the serious point do do your budget yeah and try and you know make yourself winter ready mm. you know bills are going up um you know cost of living is going up i mean our aldi shop used to be 60 70 quid now it's 90 100 quid yeah so even that's going up so you know just plan execute be you know take take your um Take your pleasures where you can, mm. and but you know just you've and got also to make, you've I think got to rein it in. I think if anything, lockdowns taught us all that we can just be inside and not have to go out. Yeah, you know, there's no reason we have to spend that money, and it's I think as well it can be very mentally debilitating this kind of thing. So if you're feeling bogged under, snowed under, bogged down rather by it, then speak to somebody, speak to a friend, speak to a family member. Just don't sit there and worry by yourself. Um, it nothing is worth that. Um, and if anything our inboxes are open most of you have our numbers so just don't don't worry alone because it's we were worrying together and it's not nice and we were putting it off and putting it off yeah and once you know Um, where you are it's quite freeing because at least then you can take steps to sort of sort things out i mean i've still got stuff on my credit card from our wedding you know that i'm paying off solely so it's like it's a it's baby steps but as long as it's manageable then that's where you need to get yourself to but don't don't worry about it by yourself. Yeah, certainly don't suffer in silence. And we are not by any means financial experts. Oh, no. What, what we are are two pairs of ears that are, you know, yeah. happy to talk. And living this life stuff. too. Whinge of the week, anyone? This is turning into whinge of the week. It wasn't supposed to be, but it is. Um, this week, people who can't park. <laughs> this started well it didn't start but an example of it this week was uh we went to sainsbury's our local sainsbury's here and you know near the front towards the the shop entrance there are disabled spaces there are parent and child spaces as you'd expect um and the normal spaces are a bit further away but the way the car park is designed is that on the end of those rows there's a little sort of hashed mark so you know disabled people and people with kids can fling their doors wide open yeah so the hash bit on the pavement is basically do not put your car here so someone in a rather pretty mclaren supercar supercar stuck their car on these marks and didn't didn't even park particularly well just threw it in there and yeah just i just think who do you think you are and people parked across two spaces oh yeah they just turn into the space and just stop they don't like straighten up they just stop so they're over the line by half the car yeah meaning that the next space is completely unusable yeah um is, park- just... is parking still part of the driving test yeah yeah 
And I mean, this is coming from someone who doesn't park. This is, okay, so most of this is the reason why I get told not to learn to drive because I've got such horrible road rage and I'm so impatient. Not road rage, that's not true. I'm just really impatient. Just rage. (laughs) Um, But I just don't, people who are inconsiderate on the roads are just monumentally irritating. It's just, I just don't understand. And it's, it's a position of safety as well. It's not even like, you know, you're just going out there and being annoying it's like you're putting other people at risk i mean we talked last time about phones in cars and that's one thing but we were waiting to leave our junction the other day from our estate well the other day of the week from our estate and it's a very big junction with very it's a horrible layout there's not really a lot of um traffic control measures on the junction so we're, we're asking the, it needs a yellow box it needs a yellow box we're asking the council to put a yellow box because it's only a matter of time before there's an accident but as you leave our estate you've got the two lanes on the left and then you've got two lanes on the other side for cars coming into the estate. And somebody crossed the junction on the wrong side of the road. She oh, came up past us on our side of the road and then just swung a Yui round to go out the other way. And I was like... On the oh, wrong side of the road again. On the wrong side of the road. I was just like, what, <laughs> what, what did I just see? I, I, hate, I hate to say it, but it tends that sort of thing tends to be a slightly older vintage she was an driver. old she was an older lady and i think there should be a competency test mm, at the age of at the age of careful 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 before you start with the s i think it should be 60 or 65 i think at mm. retirement age i think there should be a, com- <laughs> a competency test Do you think that's a bit young well, i would go with 70 fine 70 then but there should be a competency test just to make sure people can drive. 100%, yeah. They can cross not their arms. Not a driving test, not the form no, of driving test. they can test. cross their arms. They don't have to look in their mirrors as much. Just to comp- you know, sit with someone competent. Make sure they're safe. And make sure they're safe. Agreed. I think it's simple as that. Yeah. Um, but people you know, people do need lessons in how to park. Yeah, the park. I did and see a really good meme on Facebook that said, people who reverse park are just attention seekers. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, look at how good I am. Yeah, there's nothing better as well if you're going to reverse park, especially into uh, against a curb. There's nothing. Yeah, they're nailing nothing, it with people there's watching. There's nothing quite like nailing it. <laughs> somebody watching and going, I hate you. Super smug. I'm pretty sure it was my sister who said that she didn't reverse park for about a year after her test because she hated it so much. She wouldn't park anywhere unless she could go in forwards. <laughs> I don't know if it was as much as a year, but she definitely said she did it for a while. Yeah, makes sense. I tend, I tend to park further away from the doors anyway. One... For that reason, don't want my car getting slammed into by a door. Yeah, what's your main reason though? It annoys Ellie mm. because we have to walk a bit. Because further. he drives on purpose to the furthest car parking space. In he might as well be in a different town. Well, yeah. we need the exercise, babe. Maybe don't put that bit in. <laughs> yeah, don't put that bit. In. No. So yeah, park considerately. Don't be a. Okay, so I'm going to throw in a random fact about me. Uh, I've never met a famous person. Depends what you define as famous, doesn't it? Well, it's a celeb, a proper celeb. Somebody that would be well known. Yeah. Okay. Um, Even even a Z-lister. I mean, I did once see the cheeky girls in the Asda in Swindon. Girls. The what? You love the way I say girls and world. Girls, world. (laughs) Farmer. Arp. But yeah, I did see the cheeky girls in Asda in Swindon. They were signing copies of their CDs. But I didn't didn't speak to them. This is my point. So I I haven't bumped into anybody. Interacted with. Interacted with any celebrity. 
and I did um, security work for gigs and concerts. So one being um, Party in the Park in Hyde Park. And female security guards are really sought after because we're used to basically diffuse situations that arise mostly between drunk men. So anytime a fight kicks off, they shove a female security guard in the middle of it to try and calm them down because in the hope that, you know, a drunk man won't smack a woman in the face. Um, But the upside of that was um, we got to see quite a few gigs for free. So I have briefly met Steps. I have briefly met Diana Ross. I have definitely met David Beckham. And Victoria Beckham. um, Well, Victoria Beckham, not so much. She wasn't massively friendly. She... Uh, we were doing Party in the Park and she was it was when she did her song with Dane Bowers oh yeah um, and I was back so everyone remembers that one do they? I can't remember what it's called, uh, it's called? it was quite it was quite dancey like quite electronic-y I can't remember what it was called wasting your time oh out of your mind out of your mind yeah so she came off stage and she's teeny she came off stage and I was I was backstage I was on the backstage door um, and you just stop people from the crowd running onto the stage so she came down the steps and what they do at Hyde Park is they put um, honeycomb matting down over the park to protect the grass and she got a heel caught and she fell and her husband was coming towards her and he didn't catch her in time and I just picked her up well picked her up I helped her up off the floor and he thanked me and offered to get me a drink as in like some coke or water or something because obviously I was working um, and I turned him down but I did speak to him so I count that as an I've met a celebrity it's definitely a win um, I've met Graham Norton because me and an ex-boyfriend were on the Graham Norton show and we actually won he was my boyfriend was at the time was picked to play the game mm-hmm. with Samantha from Sex in the City Kim Cattrall and he won and so we won a holiday to Barbados so we had to go and speak to Graham at the end of the show and he also came and spoke to us before filming started because he clocked my ex immediately because essentially everyone always thought my ex was gay completely and and a second we got in there and sat down and Graham saw him I was like oh here we go so we've met Graham Norton he was very nice Um, Philip Schofield Philip Schofield oh that was embarrassing I was working on the London Eye and I was on the off ramp so it was basically where people walk off to get their photos um i have to make sure that people don't go back up the off ramp and philip Schofield was there with his wife at the time and he came down and my dad's stepmom is the most like the biggest philip Schofield fan ever she had his 1982 calendar that she would just turn over every year she loved him so he came off the, the London Eye and I thought I'm never going to meet this guy again so I ran in my high-vis jacket I grabbed a ticket an old ticket ran down South Bank chased him stopped him and just went is there any chance I can have your autograph and I was 19 at the time mm-hmm. so his wife Steph was lovely his ex-wife Steph was lovely is she an ex yet anyway his previous wife Steph was lovely and she sort of looked at me and um, he said who should I make it out to and I said oh it's my gran she really fancies you and there was just this awkward moment of silence where his wife just went, don't you fancy him? And she was joking, but like for a second, I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> and they both just wet themselves laughing. It was hilarious. He was really lovely. <laughs> anyway, one of my um, Auntie Maureen's best things I ever gave her. Um, but yeah, concerts, I've kind of been around people. Um, Didn't you face plant? Emma oh, Emma, oh yeah that was embarrassing this was different this was I went to get my nails done I, I used to basically go to a lady to get my nails done in London when I worked at MS and she ended up working in a salon she moved from being um, her own company and, and, and went into a posh salon in Knightsbridge and so I stayed with her because she was very good so I went to the salon and 
I had to go downstairs and wash my hands and the toilet was downstairs and as I was coming back upstairs I was looking at my nails so my head was down and as I got to the top of the stairs I just walked smack into somebody at the top of the stairs and this person was half naked and I'd literally face planted Emma Thompson's breasts because she'd just taken her jumper off to put a robe on and it was mortifying I just kind of looked at her and I was like I'm so sorry she was like don't worry she was laughing and I like so you've you've definitely met an awful lot. But of that's people. not really meeting someone. That's just oh, making no, an fine. absolute idiot of yourself about someone. But I've definitely, yeah, I've seen people out and about. I've worked jobs where I've been in like close proximity with famous people. So I reckon right? I've been in the same in you know close proximity to quite a few, but just mm. not clocked yeah. who they are because I think people out of context look a bit weird. Yeah. And you just don't recognise them as what they are. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, I've never ever met like properly met. A celebrity. Okay, so what are we watching this week? Well, or we finished, what is everyone into this week? Yeah, what are you watching? Um, we've just finished Bloodlands. Yep. That was very good. Two seasons of that. Mm-hmm. I think we mentioned that last time, but we've finished that now. Strictly. Um, strictly. So, oh, yeah, so strange. we're up to the part, I suppose we can give spoilers. Yeah, yeah, if it's out, it's fair game. So, Richie left two weeks ago. Yeah. And this last week, Matt Goss yeah. left. Right choice. Was re- yeah, which was the right choice. I'm, I'm surprised Kim was in the bottom two. Yes, she is very good. She's a very good dancer. She is. But we're now entering the realms of it being much more a popularity contest than we oh, are a dancing been, I competition. I think it always has been. That's why people who are rubbish stay in so long but so it's the same with anything isn't it so who are your favorites so far i am still going to be championing tyler's up there i think i think he's really good um but i also like will meller and i know that i was at caroline's my friend caroline's this weekend just gone um and we watched strictly and apparently he gives her the ick oh really yeah apparently almost like a lot of the soap stars james by as well gives her the ick okay. she can't explain it but that's apparently what they do I, yeah. I quite like him I think because he's had no him and James have had no dance training and they're they're, they're good compared to <clears throat> I think Kim will say she's had no dance training but she was in a girl band you have a little bit you have rhythm yeah sure. but you also have to do dance routines so you have a little bit of stuff going on yeah um, I don't think there's anyone who's utterly incredible like I would have said in past years they also gave eights and nines really early this year. And tens, ten, tens really early. Yeah, I love that. Anton on the judging panel. I think that's where he's born to be. Yes, 100%. He's agree. amazing. I still, Tess Daly gives me the ick, I don't like her. But Claudia is absolutely hilarious. And I think there's just some brilliant yeah. dancers. I think Jade's brilliant, given, you know, she's a bigger girl. She She's so, she's got so much energy and yeah. she's really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Either Ellie, Ellie Taylor. Both Ellie's are really good. But again, no dance training. They're both yeah. either sports or is she a comedian, the other Ellie's Ellie? Ellie's a comedian and presenter. And yeah, so they've got no, no nothing. And actually yeah. they're sort of, you know, having to get around, um, what's what's this one with Ellie's surname? Is it, it's not Simmons. Simmons, Is yeah. it Simmons? Ellie Simmons. Having to get around the height, the difference in height. Yeah. I think they've managed incredibly well. I was absolutely unsure how they're going to do that especially in ballroom but they've managed it yeah, yeah. and she's really good it is, it's really really good um but yeah really enjoying it and uh bake off bake watching off. yep so bake off's on tonight so we're recording this on tuesday night we've I'm got our sure. halloween snacks in yes i'm not sure it's halloween week it's halloween week that's why we've got um, halloween cake in so yeah no enjoying it 
This... Who's your fave? Who's your winner? Oh, uh, Janos. 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 Yeah, he's, he is. He's, he's great. I mean, I like yeah. him. He's just a funny character and he does make some spectacular things. Although last week he did make something that looked very similar to something else he'd made before. Yeah, the decoration was very similar, um, wasn't it? And the themes this year are a bit weird. I mean, Mexican week wasn't really yeah. baking. It was odd, was wasn't it? Very odd. So yeah, Halloween apparently tonight is apple crumble, Ooh. something to do with apples, um, s'mores, Ooh. and oh, something s'mores. else. Ooh. Yeah. Is Anything that... with melted marshmallow and has got my vote. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of my favourite things to oh, eat. What, was, what were you eating earlier? The Kipling oh, thing. Every year at Halloween, Kipling does the chocolate and marshmallow slices. Mm. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I'm um, fat. And the other thing is. I've roped Kevin into my guilty pleasure, which is made in Chelsea, and series 24 started last night. Currently, the team are the team, the cast are in Bali, I think, filming for the next season, it must be, because it's all over their instas that they're going for six weeks. So I'm guessing that Bali is next series or just like a holiday break. And it's it, it's one of those, um, oh, the rich and privileged people of Chelsea getting paid and paid holidays to go and film. It's like, ah, oh, enjoy it, guys. Um, but it's one of my utter guilty We're pleasures. feeding that. By we are feeding it. it by watching it. But the plane they went on was really what I wanted to go on. <laughs> I saw the plane that they flew to Bali on, and it was one of those ones, you'll know the model better than I will, but the one with the bar in the middle where you can get out of your seat and just go and sit on a bench. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a bar and a TV screen with the sport on, so you don't have to stay in your seat. You can just go and sit, like, it's in a pub-style bench. and big double-decker airbus. Yeah, yeah, it's it will like, be that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Amazing. yeah, they're all in Bali. But it's been my... I've watched it from series one. Yeah, I think um, I've, I've watched the last three series oh, with you. Oh, more than that. Way more than oh, that. Yeah, anyway. So yeah, Ellie's got me into that. I'm not going to lie, I do enjoy it. It is a bit of a good We do pleasure. get too invested in their lives, don't we? A little bit. I know it's dramatised, by the way, before anyone wants to be sat there going, it's all fake, it's made up. Yes, it is scripted, a lot of it. But still, it's the only reality TV thing other than... Kev got me into Love Island, so I kind of paid him back with Made in Chelsea. Um, I do watch... Housewives, I, I watched The Real Housewives, but one of them I've just dropped off because they've recast everyone. But Made in Chelsea, I don't know, one of my guilty pleasures. So that's back on a Monday. So we'll definitely be watching that. Um, so Monday's Chelsea, Tuesday's Bake Off, yes. Strictly th- uh, Saturdays and Sundays, yes. Alpha Wednesdays. I mean, we don't know, we're losing our lives. Recording our podcast. Recording the podcast Thursdays. We actually literally have no free time. We're so busy. So next week, I'm looking forward very much to having the boys over. It's their half term, uh, so collecting them on Friday and taking them back a week Sunday. So we get them for nine days straight, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, working a little bit of that. Uh, work has been very, very good with me in terms of giving me working from home days, um, sort of bookend holiday days, uh, where I can have the kids for a bit longer, which is great. And the kids are great with that too. I mean, they are very very self-sufficient but i do make sure that lunch times break time stuff like that i'm spending quality time with them which is really really nice it and is. they I mean, do just, let us get on with our work they do i mean the, the annoyingly sad thing is is that now your new job doesn't allow us to do that much no so next up, year's gonna is, be a bit, bit tougher on that but yeah. luckily it's all been sort of pre-booked for this year yeah um but yeah so next week we've got a few things planned um on tuesday i'm having a boys day we haven't decided exactly what we're doing but it's going to involve aircraft i think because louis is massively into aircraft at the moment oh that's why i can work from home that's so really oh bless you i didn't know you were doing that thank you um (laughs) the wednesday we are going to the imperial war museum in duxford Duxford. yeah the boys have been there before 
Um, Ellie hasn't been there before. Uh, I've been there a million times, but it's a great day out. Uh, not the cheapest of days out, but it is a really, yeah, really good day totally out. Yeah, totally worth it. Um, so yeah, very much looking forward to that. And then on Thursday, uh, we're meeting up with some friends, Pip and Dave and their children, and we're going to uh, Pizza Hut, and then we're going bowling. Yeah. So proper, you know, proper afternoon of uh, fun, family and, and arcades. Fun. Yeah. And arcades. Yeah, exactly. No, that would be really nice. Really, really nice. And then working from home again Friday, and then a regular kind of weekend. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why we're, we're recording this podcast a little bit earlier than we normally would is because obviously taking next week off to spend with the boys yeah so it'll probably be a good couple or three weeks until we are back uh talking to you guys yeah and i'm sure in the meantime we will gather a whole bunch of <laughs> more topics to to discuss and talk about I but so. of course if you've got anything you would like us to talk about it's bangers and mash chat at gmail.com and find us on insta at bangers and mash chat um and yeah drop us a dm or yeah have a cheeky follow, like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends. We are part of the Acast Creator Network, which we should really be saying and haven't been. Yes, <laughs> yes we are. So yeah, um, so yeah, usual places where you get your podcasts, and yeah, we're looking forward to speaking to you next time. Yeah, and we are now going to take our brother's toffee apple cider. Oh, that's good. Plug for Aldi. It's yeah. really nice. It's really good. And we're going to go and watch the Bake Off. Um, Excellent. We will speak to you guys very soon. Have a great half term for those of you who have got half term coming up. Um, And yeah, stay safe. Be good. Bye. Don't be good.